Hi guys, you are listening to the AKT podcast with your one and only Miss Kems. It's me, Jenny J. It's your boy Sam. And Janet. And we are Quibamites that are based in the UK, just keeping it real with you and just saying it how it is. And tonight, what are we talking about? Yeah, what are we talking about? We're just going to have a free-for-all, right? Have you got anything anything to discuss? We can go round? Yeah, we can go round and I'll start. Um, So I'd like to discuss accents in media. I know you're thinking, huh? What are you doing with this? Um, So I don't know if you remember or if you had seen, I think it was on Shaper, um, I don't really know what people's names are, but there was a, I think she's like a, she a commentator, someone on, for the Olympics from East London, mixed race girl. Um, just sounds very Londony. And then one sir, somebody was appalled by the way she spoke um, and just said it's despicable that people are, you know, she, you're hosting or you're kind of um, a presenter for the Olympics, and this is where you're speaking, not pronouncing your T's and your ING's and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, her comeback was, you know, listen, I need you to understand where I've come from. You know, I've come from nothing to, and then to be now presenting on, um, you know, the Olympics and basically just blasted him and everybody sort of came at her beck and call. Um, And I feel like I'm very much like that. I'm not saying, I feel like there needs to be, a balance. I'm not saying you should be doing any in it, in it or whatever when you're presenting, um, but you still should be true to yourself. Um, still, some, you know, still some. Because personally, when I'm listening, when I listen to her, I just felt like I could identify with her. I could tell yeah. she's from London, yeah. but she she spoke well. Like she may not have said, you know, um, I don't know. Collect- I can't think of a word. Yeah, but it wasn't to the point where I'm thinking, oh, pronounce your T's or, you know, the, you know, it has an ING at the end. I, it, it didn't make me feel that way, you know, and it's, you know, as I said, I could identify, I could relate to her. So I just wanted to sort of like speak about that. Like, what are your thoughts uh, when it comes to when people present on TV, you know, thinking about accents, I'm just talking about the UK now, different variations of accents, you, you know, you've got, your Cockney accents, you've got your up north accents and stuff. Um, is it important to sound a bit closer to received pronunciation, and or is, is it fine for people to just be authentically themselves? You know, what's your thoughts on that? I what think, are people saying? I think I think everyone should always remain true to who they are, but then there's always a time and place for everything. So there's a time and place to say to talk about certain topics. There's also a time and place to speak in a certain tone in a certain way. Even if you're speaking like the way I speak to my parents will be completely different to the way I speak to my codes, which will be completely different to the way I even speak to associates, associate friends. That is, which will be completely different to the way I speak at work. Do you know what I mean? So mm. as long as you're, and that's one thing. Do you remember back in the days in your CV and like you'll be saying that you're adaptable or the patient mm. will say like um, someone that's adaptable and that's exactly what it is, knowing how to speak to certain different types of people. Even mm. in your working place, in your working environment, you speak to different types of, well, I don't know about everyone else, but for me it's like you've got residents and you've got a client and you've got 
you know, the this and you've got that and contract, mm. you need to be able to speak to different types of people. And I think mm. that's an art and it is also a skill and it's mm. very important to have. I don't think you lose yourself in um, speaking in different in different tones i just think um you're able to communicate better yeah you know what i mean if you tailor yourself depending on who you're speaking to like we're not gonna yeah let me just stop there (laughs) do you think do you think it is quite sort of well i guess the answer is yes but i don't know like is it is it rude or is it a bit does it come across bougie because i i i know people who would agree with that with that man um you know and you know there's discussions that i've had that the youth of today they don't sound as articulate as how we may sound i mean i'm not saying i don't i'm not saying i speak what'd you say we're talking about two different groups of people now um no no I'm, yeah but it's still kind of like in relation to everything so like the way i just feel when we were growing up, even as 20, 21 year olds or whatever that age is, mm. we, we were still adaptable. We knew how we will speak with our peers. Yeah. A lot of us may have been working in offices from young yeah. and stuff, but now I think everyone's a bit entrepreneur, entrepreneurial, is that the word? Right. So they may not be meeting different types of people. Um, people may not be going to university as much as they were you know our time you know so and i think that might have also added to why you know my even me personally i feel like i changed like the way i i i spoke and how i sounded definitely changed mm. after university you know going outside of university and being with that type of people mm. um but then one will say is there a thin line between being adaptable and being fake Oh God, this word fake. Yeah. Because <laughs> one could see that as being fake. I don't think okay. it's being fake. I think it's being smart. Yeah. I don't think everywhere you go, you don't have to be hearing in it, in it, doll, in it, doll, in it, doll. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. even though, do you know what I mean? Like, even me, I had certain <laughs> words, certain phrases that I'm like, oh, for flip. When I say I'm like, for flip sake, why do I say that? In certain scenarios or certain settings, mm. I don't, I just think, we can actually present ourselves and conduct ourselves in a manner you don't have to bring the streets to a certain enterprise and I think one thing that does fail especially the you know the next generation or the next age group should I say is whilst it's a blessing that a lot more of them are entrepreneurial than we were it's kind of it kind of takes away their opportunities of being customers but being in customer service do you know what i mean so 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 like how we've grown up and our most of our first jobs was customer service based whether it was in a supermarket whether it was in a bank whether it was uh, in a cafe do you know i mean everything was based on customer service and i don't know if you notice like even as you grow older and you're working you find that the customer service is lacking these days not even just in the um hemisphere of um of the young entrepreneurs but just generally across the whole working system in london customer service has depleted and then of course it's going to deplete even more when a lot of them are jumping from school to uni straight into their own personal businesses 
when they haven't fostered how to communicate with an elderly person who is slow as hell and doesn't actually know what they want are you patient enough to be able to deal with that kind of person and be able to assist them politely without getting irritated, without um, huffing and puffing under your breath? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like little things like that. Again, I've done the same term. I'm going to have to learn. That. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then, you know, again, you're, you're speaking to your peers. Like, so that, that's fine. Um, although I, I guess you are speaking to the nation as well. <laughs> um, but, Forgive, forgive us. Um, well, it's it's yeah. funny because I feel like I've really, like, I've been very conscious about the way I speak based on this topic. Can you imagine? <laughs> I'm literally, <laughs> the way I speak, I'm very, very conscious. But um, just going back to your point about that, technically speaking, they are, they do have the opportunity, you know, because because they're very un- entrepreneurial now. So that I'm thinking about those in their sort of hair and beauty industry you will be doing makeup for your your friend Chantel and then maybe Auntie Wumi for her 50th. You know, so you've, you've got that kind of thing. And that is so, and this is where the problem is because I spoke to someone who said that this is, they, they won't be going back to using any young people services again because they don't have manners. Yeah, like, that's good though. That's what I'm they saying. don't have, yeah. So they, oh, sorry, I must have missed that point. But, but that's, but that's, but manners is something different. Hmm? Um, it is, manners is a bit different. But from, it's, all, it's all part and parcel. So little things like... really. Manners yeah, is, is, is one thing. Like being disrespectful and rude is a lack of manners. But then also just speaking with an accent or speaking in a particular way is not necessarily rude. Okay. It can come across rude. services. How you articulate yourself can come across rude. So it is part and parcel. But you may not think you're being rude. That's just the way you speak all the time. No one, you know, you don't understand that there's a certain etiquette. There's a certain culture that yeah, comes that, with, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, I feel like I'm a bit of a disruptor in the sense that I feel like we... That's a that's a box that you're fitting yourself into once again. And a good example would be I had a conversation with Emmanuel about this actually because I love the way how on his Instagram he comes up and he's just like talking street, being him. Mm. And I was like, okay, so how have you um, navigated this? Because you do realize that you're on BBC and you're on ITV, babe. Um, and he's just like, yeah, but being he's he knows who his market is, and he's speaking to his people. He's speaking how he's, he's, he's being comfortable and confident in himself. And he's mm. just communicating. And, uh, and in fact, when, when you said this, one of the things that came to mind is actually a scripture. So I'm going to read scripture. Yes, I am. First Corinthians <laughs> chapter 9, yeah, verse 22. Yeah. This is what the Bible says. It says, to the weak, I became weak. To, to win the weak, I have become all things to all men. To that by all possible means, I might save some. So I love the way how Jesus was talking about this one. Now he just, he adapted himself to That's fit the different people. So if the, if you're a if you're a frontline, um, you know, customer services at a desk or whatever, you know how to speak to an elderly white man. You know how to speak to auntie that may come to the door. You know how to speak to the young youth them. You know how to just, you just be, you just have to be adaptable, be flexible, be be all things to all people. But most importantly, be real and true to yourself. You know what yeah. I mean? I would, that's how I would answer that. Yeah. yeah. So going back to... What is that sound? Sorry. So going back to the, to the, the example that sort of 
um, brought up on the conversation. Mm-hmm. What um, is she wrong? Um, because remember, this is the Olympics. She's We've got people all over the world. So you know, like using um, Emmanuel as an example, he knows he's um, he's sort of client bases um, who is trying to appeal to. So um, yeah, you know that he, he also has a change that where where based on his environment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess so. That's true. He yeah, actually he wasn't does. speaking how he speaks on Instagram on ITV or BBC and that. Yeah. He adapted. He changed. He knows where he, he knows who he's speaking to. So being clear about who you're speaking but he's to still, and then being but able he still to sounds the same though. Like as in like not in the. But the thing is, it's not like. It's not like he sounds so street, even when he's talking to us on Instagram. You know, he he he's, he speaks well, but obviously he incorporates a lot like street talk, um, and he might he may not pronounce his T's and what have you. The thing is, he might not pronounce his T's on BBC, but it it may not be as much. It could be mm-hmm. subtle, but that could be a problem to that that sir somebody because I still felt that. The, the, the lady that I'm talking about that was doing the presenting Olympics that's a prime example I didn't feel like she was that far apart from Emmanuel like but it wasn't a case of I'm cringing it wasn't in it in it or there was nothing it's just you can tell she was from London you know I think and, it goes back to what I said in terms of you can speak you can still be true to who you are but you adapt to whoever it is that you're speaking to and you bridge that communication mm. back that communication barrier or communication gap rather you know so even with Emmanuel like you're using him as an example he in fact he's a great example because mm. depending on the age group or the demographic he's going to come down mm. to not come down to your level but he's going to speak to your level. yeah people in a way that they should understand so if it is that he's talking to roadman of course he's gonna put he's gonna talk road in it like yeah do the in it in it though and all of that kind of yeah. stuff but then when he's on tv have you ever heard in it in it though no but you've still seen him be true to who he is he's still been yeah. able to communicate to a lot of people okay the first show that he was on i can't remember was like save my money like it was like money saving yeah oh, i forget the name of the show now um, i remember which one you're talking about though yeah and a lot of them i think i only saw like one maybe like mitch chase babe not too sure and then a black woman but the rest of them were all white middle-aged grown do you know what i mean Mm. and he was able to communicate to them very effectively and they Mm. understood and he wasn't doing hi there sir so what you (laughs) he never did that neither did he do in it though so you're gonna have to do this though yeah yeah he was very true to he was speaking himself do you know what i mean yeah Yeah. so i think that is the beauty of it and i think with this sir jones or whoever it is that was discrediting this, it's um, giving me racist vibes. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, he was being discriminated. <laughs> he was being discriminating. Yeah, yeah, definitely, hundred percent. That it was a personal thing for him. That definitely was a personal thing. Yeah. But um, but it's funny because in saying that, there are still people that still, you know, share the same sentiments who are, you know, who don't particularly look like him. <laughs> so. <laughs> no, I won't. I won't out them. <laughs> I will not out them, but um, yeah, I just thought that was a you know a good one to you know where do palette you know that word you know what I mean yeah. that's small status he says small status <laughs> small status you know 
yeah. But what what else is going on? What else is there? Now, have you guys watched um, Put a Ring on Jane, do you watch Put a Ring on it? I don't, you know. Oh, it for looks really good. Huh? It looks good as well. It actually oh, looks good. Listen, I actually watched that. Oh, guys, if you watch this show, please let me know. Please let me know. <laughs> Put a ring on it. So this, I think, to be honest, it always happens in it where the previous seasons are always the best. So like season one was better than season two and then season two is better than season three. But this season three, yeah, came with, uh, like literally, and... um. Oh, I don't even know if it's going to make sense. But anyway, I kind of know the premises of the, the, of the show, show, right? Yeah. So, um, Jam and Sam, do you, do you know about the show at all? No, no I don't, but I'm going to look into it. All right, cool. So, quick synopsis, put a ring on it, is a couple's therapy show. You've got three couples that come on a show, um, Dr can't remember her name she's a relationship therapist or coach and she will literally um try and help you in your in your situation they've come in because they're at a point where they're like listen you engage me or we break up that's it they're literally at that point hence the name of the show put a ring on it so at the end of the therapy session the men have that decision and that choice whether like are you ready to put a ring on your wife and you're literally proposing to her or is this the end of the relationship or you can you not and this likely is going to be the end of the relationship from the you know from the missus standpoint now on this um season you've got three couples one of them is sean and LaRonda. Sean is so cute, honestly. Like, literally, if my mom was just like, No, I'm praying for this couple. No, the guy is too nice, he's too humble, he's too sweet. No, he's got a good no, but the thing is, he's so lovely. But he's really like, you know, it's like, ah, I've never seen this one before, you know. But it's quite interesting. So, what she does is she ends up um she she encourages them to date other people. Oh, which is part of the therapy process. So they have to go on dates with other wow. people. Who, yeah, and that then allows them to um, to explore other people and make them realize whether it is that they are truly in love with and appreciative of their spouse, or whether no, well, they're like, you know what, no, like it's not working because that's, they, yeah, that's a very dangerous game it is, it is you know? dangerous <laughs> it is dangerous but you kind of understand i think when you watch it you kind of generally understand you know the um the effect of it and how it works and um they do have a choice when they've gone on a date with one person which these are all people that the show bring on that the show gives them right so they go on the show with a date they don't know who the date is until they've gone there they come back they discuss how the date went in you know in an open forum and then um and then the next week they've got the choice of whether to go on a date again with the same person or or with somebody new so they have to go on a date but is it with the same person or someone new a lot of the time they try and do the someone new because they want to prove to their spouse that they're not falling for that person when generally they're interested maybe not like romantically but you know they formed like a spark or you know some form of chemistry they just want to see <laughs> they just want to see yeah just want to test the worst now on this one this first couple Sean and LaRonda the first day my man was so anxious and so like disorientated it was so it was so brand new he actually threw up oh my god 
Like, wow. she, yeah, he like, okay, so she walked out and then he started doing push-ups. Like, he was like panting up and down in the house. Then he went to the toilet and up. Then he wow. came back and was on the phone to his friend and they were talking for ages and you could see the tears in his eyes and all that kind of stuff. But then as the show goes on, he kind of like, you know, he strengthened up and he became a little bit more confident. And um, in that situation, obviously each couple has their own reason as to why they haven't crossed that path of getting engaged yet. And for him, it's like he just feels like he's not financially there yet um, because he's um, he's in creative industry. He's an entertainer, whereas she's um, she, what is she in sales and marketing and she's in a corporate and she's, you know, she's well principled and organized and all that kind of stuff you've got eric and jessica he um which is another couple the girl doesn't want any more kids they've got two kids she doesn't want kids anymore she's done it yeah her youngest is like 11 i think and the guy wants kids and that's their breaker they've established you can't go on after that oh so they've actually broken up they haven't yet but I don't, I don't know if only time will tell in it that like they might try and long it out and try and see if someone changes their mind. Who knows? But with that kind of long life, this, you know, stipulation, I don't know. But here's where the plot thickens. So there's a, the third couple. They've been together for 14 years. Damn. Yeah. The girl was 19. When she entered this relationship with this guy, she's now 33. The guy is a couple of years older. I don't know. I don't actually know how old he is. He's in the music industry. She was a basketball player. She's retired because she, she, she did that as a stance to try and save their relationship. So obviously they've had hiccups along the way. He's got his own condo and stuff like that, but that's created another level of fear. Um, for her not even fear but like suspicions in his activities because sometimes he'll stay the night there or not come home and stuff like that so um her thing was get rid of the condo he was like no no no, no that's mine that's mine that's mine then obviously throughout this show he's he kept going on um hold on one second guys because my mother's at the door <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking, is this another blue therapy or is this real, real couples thing? It is actually real, it's real couples. How are you able to decipher between whether it's real for the blue therapy and then real for this particular one? Like, how do you know? Okay, so, well, for, anyway, for blue therapy, we already know because the guy, the person behind the show, whatever, let us know that it wasn't real anyway. But with this... This one um, is real. Yeah, this is actually real. Like it's been, it's it's like a reality kind of show as well. So mm. they're um, willing to actually come on and like really put themselves out yeah. there. Yeah, you know these Americans, man. They have, <laughs> they're possible. But the thing is, they some of them genuinely actually want help. Do you know what I mean? So um, mm. anyway, back to this. I'm so sorry about that. Before my mom wants to send me a letter. That, I don't know why I couldn't wait till after the show. Anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> I just you know. So after um, so on this show, this guy has decided. They keep asking like, "Do you want to go on the same shape um, on the date with Kia?" I think her name is Kia or Kaya. 
and he's like, yes. Yeah. So obviously his missus is like, are you all right? Like four times, four weeks in a row, you want to go on a date with the same girl. And if you see this baby, yeah, this gay babe is giving it to them. Like compared to his babe, hmm. when you look at her, you're going to understand that. Okay, it makes sense. This girl has got <laughs> nyash. This girl is, you know, twin. <laughs> Is, this girl is doing eyelashes, red lipstick, and she's very like, I'm here. She's really out there. You know together. what I mean? She's like, mm, sex appeal, 110. And this guy is just doing draw.com. So, of course, they've, they've, they've hit it off from day dot. She's even cheeky with it and she knows it. Yeah. Um, there's even a, day, a time when they went, all couples had to go on a date in the same restaurant. So they had to see each other. The, though they're on a date with somebody else they've never done that before so she knew it and he was just like she was like let's get out of here he was like yeah yeah, yeah. so she's even holding his hand outside his girl got up and was like excuse me <laughs> she was like, <laughs> she's like no sorry my man tonight anyways it came out that he cheated and slept with this date wow in the years? 14 years marriage or <laughs> no that's the point that they they're just boyfriend and get all of these ah, he's not he's, the fact that i got to 14 years he's not serious anyway man. Of course that's, not. that's kevin samuels 101 right there 100. <laughs> but you know when it's like three seasons into this show you've never heard such thing Mm. Even if they don't make it at the end and they don't actually put a ring on it, no one has actually come and cheated. Mm. You understand? But this one, <coughs> the girl even outed him. I was just like, yeah, oh, so what's this pleasure meeting for? Because it's now that you want to, have you forgotten that we slept together? Or is it because we slept together or what? Oh, come and see. Dun, dun, dun. Cliffhanger. Oh. So, boy, yeah, relationships, I don't know. After yeah, I mean, years. As in, yeah, I don't understand. Though. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah, it's a, it's a weird one. <laughs> it's like yeah. why now? Why it's it's I don't know. Like, did he explain why he's left you that long anyway to start with? Yeah, I mean, oh, looking at him anyway, he's not a serious candidate. I don't even know why she went with him in the first place. Have they got kids? No, they don't, but he's got kids. No ties. Has she been raising his kids like hers? He wants kids now. Um, he's had kids mm, in between sorry. their breakups. Um, and he wants a kid with her, probably to still deal. But she doesn't want a kid unless she's married. So, But then it's like, how can she get married to someone that doesn't actually respect her really and truly? But I think the therapy session allowed her to realise that she needs to love herself more than she loves him because yeah. since 19, she's been all about him and she's seen all the red flags, green flags, yellow flags, all of them mm-hmm. <laughs> and has chosen to ignore them and now she's at this point. So I think that's why it's even taken that 14 years. I mean, some people even do 10 years and yeah. get married and still break up after two years, you know? <laughs> They do. Mm. Yeah. You know, you, you see, me, oh, you know, this relationship thing, you know, the more and more I talk about it, the more and more I confuse myself because it's very difficult, you know, for even the best of us to navigate 
um, you know, these these kinds of things. Um, I said the best of us, like, as I'm very best, but um, I have to speak highly of myself. Who else will do it, Abby? But um, <laughs> it's 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 like it's such a challenge, you know, this whole this this thing. Like, what makes it what makes it challenging? Um. Okay, so this woman, based on what you said, um, Kems, that she's been with this. Your one of the last statements that you made was that she sees a lot of red flags and chooses to ignore them. Yeah. So, I, I, I'm going to use this as my topic when I'm talking. This is my question. <laughs> I'm not even asking the question. That's so I'm actually leaving your topic. That's not cool. Okay. Um, uh, no, that's no. Because, okay, we're still talking about you, but we're just answering my question. So the question is, why do people actually see red flags and choose to ignore it? So my 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 answer to that, in part, is that um, you know, no one in this world is perfect. We know this, right? There is no perfect person under the sun. Mm-hmm. So maybe the red flags that we're seeing is imp- imperfection that we're seeing, but we're still choosing to give a person a chance because there's no perfect person. So is it a red flag or is it imperfection? What is it that we're actually not not um, um, seeing? Or maybe in this case, in the woman's case, that she's not, you know, she's choosing not or choosing to let, you know, let slide. I don't know if that even makes sense. Yeah, it does. What do you mean? I don't, I don't yeah. remember if the red flags were actually um, made clear. But the thing, the way it was portrayed was that she's, she didn't even say that, she didn't even bring up red flags herself. It was the therapist, the doctor, mm. that brought it up and said, but she did it in a, she does it in a very like psychological way in it, where she's basically letting you know that you know you've seen these red flags throughout the span of the relationship but what have you done about it and mm-hmm. that's when she's like oh shit no it's true you know i have yeah. seen these but i've just mm-hmm. so i think she chose not to i think after flag one and two she just became numb to it and some of the times 14 years sometimes people just think i've invested so much time love money yeah yeah time that you'd never get back mm-hmm. in the relationship it's gonna have to work you know so something's gonna have to give it's not by force what it's is that the thing but then i think all of that generally comes down to desperation and so, or, or fear of just being alone and like you said, it's like yeah. no one wants anything. Like oh, I don't want to go deep, but like, like I, no one wants anything to end that you start because everyone wants to complete. You know, everyone starts something in order to finish. Yeah, like you know, I've reading loads of like books. There's no surprise that guys, I'm going through a divorce. But like reading a lot of books and mm. understanding this process in itself is like I, I didn't go into it to end, and most people don't. Yeah. They don't get married for it to, you know, years later to then now be like. It, it just didn't work out. It's such a very difficult, mentally challenging thing to accept, see, almost, acceptance. And um, I think, like, like you said, this woman, like, being able to actually be real with yourself, you know, and it's really difficult, you know, like, to actually, because that's why I guess the counsellor is needed, because she's there to let, you know, this woman to see what she's probably overlooking over and over again. Mm. But I also kind of like, I'm on the fence with that as well, because I feel like the the therapist might think something and and she's now kind of subtly um, pushing over her views onto the woman to, for her to then think something. You know, it's not, it's not no, as mm, no, but therapy is there to like open yeah. up, like lead you through yeah. a path where you're opening up yourself and you're realizing things on your yeah. own accord. They're not, yeah, but the lady is the one that actually kind of like, like, likes the switch. 
oh, you noticed that. And she, you know what she brings attention to, you're going to focus on. So really and truly, it's not an, in, she didn't come up to it. She didn't kind of like, you know, come to the realisation on her own. That makes sense. It was aided. No, no. Everything is aided and everything is guided, of course. But it was a situation yeah. where, where she's expressed this and she was just like, has this happened before? Okay, how many times mm. has this happened? Mm. How did you feel when this happened? When yeah. these things happened? What did you do about it? Do you know what I mean? And it's those yeah. kind of questions that make you realize that hold, oh, on. hold on a second. Exactly. This is not new. But when you're in the moment, you're you not don't see it. Yeah, you don't see it. You're blinded, yeah. Yeah. But then as well, I feel like. I feel like sometimes we fool ourselves, to be honest. When I say we not me, yeah. I'm not in any form of situation. We all do, you know, um, to certain areas. I think, certain areas. Speaking, I think we know, whether you're in 14 years deep or you're just two days into just speaking to someone brand new, like, I think we all do this whole red flag situation and choose to ignore it deliberately. And I think a lot of it does come down to desperation to be perfectly honest no like you said nobody wants to be alone everybody wants a completion everybody wants to be in a relationship everybody wants um marriage everybody wants do you know what i mean so because mm. when you because the same thing happens in relation just general day-to-day relationships where you hear mm. friends or different people talking about their situations where they've met someone and then x y and z and you're just like but i thought that wasn't your thing and they're like no no no, no. you know and then what do you mean what, what what what's not their thing that a relationship period or that kind maybe, of person no, as in that kind of person like maybe there's traits of that person yeah that like, they well, see you, you don't actually go for you know that kind of trait in somebody mm. you know or maybe no one has brought that out or said it out loud but you yourself you know it no yeah and then you've chosen to ignore it because everything else you're just thinking oh with time maybe i can handle everything else and just ignore that one thing but then Mm. when it doesn't work out i'm pretty sure i've said it before when the relationship doesn't actually work or or the situation doesn't actually blossom into relationship and it's fizzled out when you're having your alone time you're there thinking oh yeah it wouldn't have worked out anyway because i didn't like x y and z which was that thing that you chose to ignore in the beginning Mm. does that make sense so why did you ignore that red flag you chose to ignore it on Mm. basis or the assumption that you will be in a relationship with this person and it will work but then you could it could also be that because it's not worked out to comfort yourself you're just kind of like anyway remember all the bad points Ah, of course it wouldn't have worked out. Do you get what I mean? But mm. you can actually choose to do the very same thing on the flip side by saying, lying in your bed, ah, this thing could have worked out, or looking at the good points. Yeah. So it's just, it's like, <laughs> how do you win? Like, yeah, because there's even another show called Family and Fiance. Sorry, I watch shows. I mean, <laughs> that's my it's good as you learn. I would never guess. Yeah, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> so this one's family and um, oh, family or fiance again. Another relation. I don't know why I watch all these relationship shows. Fuck, but um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this one is a couple. It's just literally a single couple. Tracy McMillan, she's the, the therapist, and um, they come in it, and basically they're at a point of where they're engaged but they need blessings from both sides of their family and both sides, but both sides of the family are not encouraging of this couple to get married. 
So at wow. five days, wow. three, hey. yeah. So they're in a household retreat. They go away for three days in the same house, which is where the therapy session is. Um, day one, they literally like one. Um, the groom will go with the bride's family, sit down and explore their issues. Um, why is that? You know what issues they have with this couple moving forward, and then the group, the bride will go with the groom's family, do the same. They both get three members of their family each, be it their mom, dad, and sibling, or sibling, step person, and and best friend or cousin, who whoever they choose on their side, and um, they establish all their issues, and then by day three, it's a blessing ceremony. Everyone goes around one by one, saying whether they give their blessing for this couple or not. Yes, Are they black. Predominantly, yeah, black actually. I've n- I've never seen a white. Interesting, yeah, because that doesn't sound like a. <laughs> <laughs> that that didn't sound like that word. Like I'm working <laughs> on the other side at all. Family oh, care. Babe. What I say is what goes, babe. Oh, I mean... And I and I yeah, there's a there's a reverence of family in what you're saying. So I realized, oh, this is. It sounded familiar. <laughs> so yeah. Um... <laughs> This one is a mad one, the one that I watched yesterday. I said, Jesus Christ. The girl is 25. The guy... Where are they from? They're America. They're, it's all in America. They're all black mm. Americans. Mm. Yeah, I couldn't tell you what state or what, whatever. You know, when it comes to Americans, have you noticed that they don't ever say things like, oh, I'm Nigerian. It's just like, I'm American. I'm African-Americans. Oh, they're lost. They're lost. It's a lost state. It's a lost country. They're lost. I'm seeing that more now, though. I'm seeing more, seeing more. of an influx of I'm Nigerian before American. Yeah. yeah. I think now ah. they're becoming more culturally aware. You know, when the DNA testing came out, everyone checked yeah. where you're from and, you know, find out where you're from. I think that's when it started coming out and people are really being um, appreciative of where they come from, of their culture. No, but I'm talking about, like, second gen, like, as, as where, you know, we, we would say, yeah, that, this is another good topic, but, yeah. It was a conversation that myself and even MM had. I'm not going to go and start moving to that, but just on that point, it mm. was the question of when you're asked where you're from, where do you actually say you're from? So, like, as... Um, British born Nigerians, we would automatically say we're Nigerian. Yeah, but I think exactly what I was going to just yeah, add. We automatically say Nigerian, but I th- um, Americans would typically, I don't know, I feel now, like, because you know, you have that um, comedian, what's her name? Um, Beverly Adezi. Oh, yeah, yeah, you have her, then you have this other <laughs> girl called Nena. They're all Ebos, mm. but you they, like they, um, what did I say? I stress the sorry, they're all Ebos. <laughs> you did Ebos. <laughs> sorry. They're so. remembering you? Yeah. Ebo Quinn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Yes>. Nena. <laughs> so we have Nena. We have Belly. Belly. Adezi. You have her. So, but they are very much, yeah, I'm, I'm Nigerian. And then you have Chief Obi. Actually, they're all, yeah, they're all Ebos. Like, literally, all the Americans. They wow. have the, yeah. Um, I'd love to know. I don't. You don't really see that much. And I, um, sorry, Yoruba sort of comedians or Americans that are really out there and stuff. But um, yeah. How, how did you get here again? Like, what? What, what was the? You like, were talking was, about how um, you said that I'm Nigerian first before British. Yeah, but prior to that, 
because sorry, I I can was the show pretend. being American because the show was That's American it. and yeah, yeah General yeah. asking what are they black? Who were they from? It's like they're black, like black Americans. Okay, um, but remember yeah. they're like four hundred. How many generations in are there? So of course, they're yeah, like, it's not really their fault when you think yeah, about it. So this girl, twenty five years old. The guy is thirty five. Did you catch that? I missed that one, honey. The girl is 25. The guy is 35. What's the problem? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh -uh. Please, I'm both curious. 55. 55. There's nothing wrong there. Abuse. 25. What do you mean there's nothing wrong there, please? Oh, Sam, what are you saying? They're different. Uh-uh. Uncle, you and, you and Kevin, Chef. There's nothing wrong. No, 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 no. Hold okay. on, 35 and 55, did you say? 25. 25 and 55. Uh-huh. Right, let's discuss. Let's That's discuss 30 whole years. So the child was, when the child was born, the person was 30. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong. Yeah. Nothing wrong. So is, is this is this okay. the thing of when you get to a certain age, then age is nothing but a number? Because I I am very much of the opinion of when you're 25, you you know I can be a bit more like okay, I it's not too bad, but I think well, it's not 30 years. 30 years is ridiculous. Yeah. I think we have to cap it at that 10 to 15. You know. Yeah, but I guess that's a box again. I, you know, I'm a bit worried about all these boxes. But yeah, I hear you in terms of the 30 and 35, but... <laughs> and I think, again, it comes down to, like, both individuals' needs. If... I think I'm echoing. Am I echoing? Um, I guess if, the you know, the girl is... Based on what she wants in the relationship, if she's getting her needs met and he's offering that, and vice versa, he's getting his needs met by, you know, his partner. I don't see anything wrong. Obviously, he's a bit mad. Um, but I think, I don't know. I, what can you relate to? Not that, no, it's not It's not even about relating to. It's just... It's part of, but that's part of nah, your I think this is a Western, I think this is more Western like mindset on like, you know, how things should be in terms of relationships and age and age groups. I don't see there being too much. Like, obviously, put it this way, if, like, I could see how if I had a daughter and she was 25 and she, she you know, brought home a 55-year-old yeah, man, I would look at her left. Like, oh, God. Oh, so, like, okay. Okay. I would look so, at her left. But then if she also then on in the second hand said, okay, this 55-year-old, you know, he's a CEO of, of this FTSE 100 company. He's blah, 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 okay, blah. He's right. going to take care of me. But then on the other hand, she brings home a 25-year-old who's an undergraduate, um, you know, no money, nothing. In, and she's like, yeah, I want to settle down. I want this, but like, as a, as a father, you know, what do I do in that situation? I know, well, I know, I know on one hand, she's getting looked after and, you know, everything is patterned. And I know on the other hand, there's higher risk for failure. Okay, but there's also high risk of death as well. And yeah, but death is but death and life, you know, there's a fine line. So he's fifty-five for crying out loud. I mean, I get the whole age difference. Ten years, okay, that one I can manage. Do you understand? Fifteen years, hmm, you can close your mouth and manage. But <laughs> 
20, 30 years. Come on, babe. Come on. Obviously, fitness levels are there, and you know, health. Kids are getting made. I'm sorry, look, sorry, Tommy. Even we might have to bring this thing in, in into the bedroom, my G, because fitness. <laughs> yeah, because no, of I course. Mean, I'm 35. Yeah, I mean, okay. To be fair, 50 <laughs> is not even that old. But mm. soon we're, we're getting to we're getting there, and I might even be at my prime when I'm maybe when I'm forty. And of, obviously, well, I hear that. I hear that. And uh, obviously, that modern you know technology and medication. There's things now that can, I don't want medication. You know, no, you, no, you, no, you, no, yeah, you. But know, you know him. Saying. You know, I don't want. I don't want medical. You won't even know. <laughs> you won't even know. You would take the you would take the pill, and that's it. So yeah, you won't know. So. But what pill is you know, this? He's talking, talking about the blue one. <laughs> and also Listen. the taking care as well Even the guy at 55 that is taking care of oh, The person on. Like the 25 year old can even take better care Because of yeah. um, it's, it's not just Because the care that you're talking about is financial care Based on mm. the different scenarios But mm-hmm. there's a care that can be given to that mm. um, Your daughter your, 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 you, know, you know The lady in question that is, much, that is much better than actually financial because she could even be learning how to ah, be a wife in the process. She doesn't have to be like for me personally. I'm in my, I'm a, in my mind in terms of the kids. I'm a caretaker, but when they leave, it doesn't mean that because they're leaving to get married and stuff that everything will be cozy and and that's just not life. That's not realistic. They're leaving to go and learn to grow, to hustle, to, to, you know, to, to put into practice the things that you've taught them. And it may, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be comfortable because that's not life in general. So I'm like, I don't know how, like, it's just like, back to your first point when you said about it's down to the individuals and what person, like what is the purpose of their marriage? What is the purpose Mm. of their union? That would, to me. See, that's where. You know, like when I was saying about desperation, a part of it, this is where this relationship's, um, what's it called, examples that as well. Because when they were talking, the more they were talking, I was thinking, I don't really understand what, what the essence of this relationship is and where it was based from and stuff like that. They were saying that, oh, they met in the in the corner shop or shopping center she was on the till working and then he came and was like oh i like you and all that kind of stuff <laughs> she was 19 and he was 49 even when Whoa. yeah even when he <laughs> said it he was making me my brother yeah, <laughs> oh so sam how do you feel now how do you feel now IG. Huh? all right They've been together for six years, yeah? So from when she was 19 to 25. Now, check this. He was, as they were talking, I was thinking, this is not serious. The girl even said herself, yeah, that she's um, she's not been able to um, have a successful relationship with with people her age. Um, um, I don't know whether she's even been able to hook up on her age. They didn't even go into it. But I think I think it's more so like no one has actually, no one's really attracted to her, if that makes sense. Or, um, oh, I don't want to say it in a bad way, but... Is she... In, oh, I don't know is how she to ugly? put it. <laughs> 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 can, can no, is she ugly? Is that what it is? Is she ugly? Is that why she's not attractive? I mean, is that why they're not attracted to her? Is it because of ugliness or is it... Because she's too educated or too no, mature. No, no, like, what is it? Oh. We're all made in God's own image. Anyway. I don't know. Everyone has their own preference, innit? And, yeah, um, but is she ugly, though, for real? I mean, for me... Can I just see a picture? 
Uh, I said for, <laughs> I said for me. Okay, okay can you okay, see why so people not, her own age would she's, be okay, not attracted to her? She's not really, but the thing is, she's 25. She's still got time to blossom. No, she doesn't. What you see at that age is just it. Let's not, let's not, get, let's not try to like. Let me not say blossom, yeah. But in terms of like, the way, how she carries herself, yeah, she could do much better. Because I've seen people who are, you know, you get some people that, okay, you're not, you know, you're not typically that, you know, that kind of a what society deems what society, as exactly but do you know what you carry yourself well so and then you've also got a nice personality and that all adds to your external beauty do you mm-hmm. know what I mean um I don't think she has that so like where she's like the weave that she was doing you know when it's just like ah oh, babe the hairline okay why is the wig touching the floor why is this do you know what I mean like little things like that it's like okay if you're not going to wear your eyeliner properly, just wipe it all off and just go bare. That's all, man. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You know, there's little things that like you can actually do, if do it properly or not at all, and just, you know, take care of your appearance, even with what you're wearing and stuff like that. Standing next to her, guys, she look, they look like father and daughter. I kid really? you not. Really? I kid you not. He, he, like, he, that man just wanted a blank canvas. Oh, Someone that he can just, just paint the way he wants. Wait, wait. <laughs> now, as they kept talking, so from that, I was even thinking, okay, you just can't get a guy. That's what it is. So now, an older guy is paying you attention, and that's why you're like, okay, do you know what? Why not? Now, as they kept talking and going through the whole, um, obviously, the, the therapist needs to speak to them as a couple, understand what their issues are as a couple, and then go through um, each individual family member and each person comes out and says what their problem is with the couple. Um, it came out that the guy is still married, was married when they first met. And even whilst they were dating, she somehow had nowhere to live and came to, mm-hmm. live, came to live with him. Yeah. Albeit he was still living with the wife at the time, though they were going through a separation in quotation marks. He has three grown kids. The all, the youngest kid is still older than her. Hey. Uh-huh. <laughs> they, <laughs> they were married. And even when she was saying, I said, are you hearing what you're saying? Yeah. Even to the, cause the guy, the woman was like, so how were you two like, when do you ever get time to spend alone together in the house or spend together in the house? She said, um, well, I mean, he would sleep with the wife and I would sleep in the spare room. The wife didn't know that she was the new babe. Uh, so who did he think? Exactly. So, then as it came out, then the roles reversed and he was sleeping in the room with the babe, but they would never do every, anything at all whilst the wife was still around, or only until she left, then they'll go and do whatever they had to do. And, you know, and I was just thinking, how are you guys be sneaking around like this? This makes no sense. Um, the family members that the guy brought on was his son. He's one of his daughters who also is 25 and his brother, the daughter that was 25 was just like, so what do I call her mum? Do you know what I mean? And I was just like, no, for real. And then as they kept talking, the guy, so Sam, you know how you were saying the guy could be well-established, you know, mm. um, stabilised financially mm. and all the security and stuff like that. The guy had nothing. So it was mm. literally like, you people are doing poor plus poor equals poverty. Mm. The guy 
is an, a former drug dealer or drug user or something like that. Um, former druggie. I don't even know whether he went jail or not. I can't remember. I think so. Like, he was just a waste, to be honest. Just a waste man. He's been in three failed marriages. Hmm. What did you see there that you can't see in your own age group? I don't understand. Yeah, Ben Sean. No, I'm joking. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> Mate, and then it came out, the last, last, and this one is trigger warning, that they've been in physical altercations oh. to the point where she now even started crying, owned up, fessed up to her stepmother, who then opened up to the therapist, who then had to come out and be like, so what's going on? And then it was almost like she was scared because she had her mum saying, please don't say nothing, don't say nothing because he didn't want me to say this at all and that he has been physical to her. Mm. You see? And then even as they were talking, it was like he kept giving her the eye. The therapist had to say, don't look at her. Don't look at her. What does that mean? And then they just called it quits. And she fessed up again later on, was just like, no, I had to come on the show to tell my story. Like, literally, this is what I've been going through. But it was daunting to, you know, to hold it in for so long. But then what I didn't understand was, you know, when they do To God Be The Glory in a Nigerian film, at the end of this one, you <laughs> what happened, whether they went ahead with the marriage or not, whether the family was still okay with them, or whatever the case may be. They, they were told not to get married. They were told not to speak for 30 days. That was their own private therapy outside of this. Um, and if they spoke, they need to restart the cycle again. After the show, they went to the courthouse, got married, and they never spoke to their families ever again. So it was almost like, why did you come on the sh- The baby girl, why did you come on the show? I don't really understand. Why did you still go to marry him? That does not make any sense. Because she was simply jazzed. Jazz by what? The guy is not even fine, Seth. Yeah, that's, that's it. He doesn't have to that's, be fine. Jazz is not a respectable of person. She was simply jazzed and taken away from her family so that they can continue their life together. No, it's advantage. That's the, the power of men. You know, you don't really have to have, have it all and the bag of chips and stuff. You will find somebody. <laughs> Honestly, that's why fun. even you know insecurities like perfume you can smell it. Actually, and that's and that's what this man did. Wait, did you? Wait, uh, Jennifer, you said something that you can find it all. So, so do you think there? Do you think there is enough men for everyone to go around? Suitable <laughs> men for marriage and what, suitable what, every, men. That's definitely no. I didn't say suitable men. No. Okay, I just okay, said that okay. that's the advantage of men, as in like you, you guys, you you will find you will get someone. Mm. Like you, it's the ones that are even not even packaged well are the ones that will get the the most correctest. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm, what kind of English mm-hmm. is that? Exactly. Correct girl, well packaged female. So true. You know, mm. um, I know why it's like that as well. Like, why? Those are the guys. I don't that get it. Fun. I really don't get it. You know, I I I can't. I don't know. Don't it's charisma, it. charisma and charm. If you're able to seduce someone, you know, I think Mars said it in one of his shows. In um, one of the three, Marv Abbey, he said it in one of the three shots. I think there was some, I don't know who he referred to, I can't remember. I think it was a book or something, or just a phrase where um, you can't seduce someone. Seduction isn't seducing someone that already fancies you. Mm. 
production mm. is being able to seduce someone who does not have any interest in you whatsoever. Mm. That you know mystery. I mean? Yeah, and then that, that's charm, that's charisma, that's, do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's skill, to be honest, because, I mean... Yeah, it's true, actually. I can imagine that's how um, Jay-Z finesse Beyonce. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I'm not even coming for Jay-Z, to be honest, because... He, you he know, held it down, man. He penned. He held it down. But, like, people still are like, you know, if Jay-Z can get Beyonce, then, boy, that says no, a lot don't about do, men. No, because Jay-Z himself, he's a, he's a very successful and established mm. man. A lot of these people, you can't come and say, and even Beyonce herself, mm-hmm. a lot of people like to re- refer themselves or compare themselves to, to them. Not that I'm comparing. Or I'm doing it from the point of view of of the what, we, what we see as you know as, um society would deem as being good looking do you understand mm. so we see oh, someone right. like as beautiful as beyonce and then you know but to be fair like well, jay-z is not ugly i've got a hot take though because i i feel like man them aren't meant to be pretty like in 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 a, in a specific way i'm not saying ugly like you know got no okay. nice features but I've always felt like women are the ones that are yeah. meant to be beautiful and pretty, and yeah. men them 100%. aren't really built for that. I don't know. Built on strength no. and success. No, no, no. In terms of like looks, look wise, like, oh, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I. I totally get. It, but you should still. I don't know. Like there is sometimes. No, nah, actually, to be honest with you, I can't even argue with that. It's true. It is true, but it's. I think there should still be a decent balance. But JC and Beyonce, they they suit so well that balance. Hmm? What do you mean by decent balance? Yeah, look wise. Like nah, man. I'm sorry. I don't think. I don't think Jay Z's like nah. In terms of looks, Beyonce is the one holding that team together. Yeah, in 100%. my opinion. Yeah, but why, are, why is looks even important? Uh, well, <sighs> good question. Oh, Janetti. <laughs> um, why? Why is it important? Who, who, who are you? Who are you asking that question to? Are you asking anyone? Everyone and anyone. Because okay. like, it's a, it's, everyone's focusing on it. But what's the importance? <laughs> what does that bring to the table, especially in a marriage? This table talk. In a relationship. Have dinner, everyday table. <clears throat> Yeah. Like, if, yeah, like why? Why is it important? Well, from a, from, yeah, exactly. That is, you know, the sexual attraction. Um, yeah. Just from a physical point of view, men generally are more or are more visual. Like we like to see what we like, and we want it there all the time. Yeah. Um. So it's it's, it's quite simple. Um. It's it's the looks. Yeah. It's um. No, but why? I'm oh, sorry. Maybe just maybe just clear the question a bit why is the looks important in terms of them balance why do they have to match themselves why is that oh no 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 i don't think that was a point um that we were saying i think it was just i think i I kind of did say and then i was like i won't agree with that statement (laughs) i don't think they need to be balanced in terms of looks um it's always nice when you see a couple oh they look good together that kind of thing that i think that's what i mean by the balance you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're right, suited. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, sort of thing. So, 
I'm not saying the guy is necessarily like really handsome or anything, of, but yeah, they, yeah. they look good together. They look nice, yeah. you know. Um, they can be a kind of Barbie, but they but then you don't really want no pretty pretty boy. Like, mm. you want that do you like them? I'm not saying Some that man like should him. look after yeah. himself. Or, you mm. know, I'm not saying don't look after yourself. Contacts. Huh? <laughs> I said the ones with the pent hair and contacts. Contacts, and then they they shaped the eyebrows and the the thing is like, I mean, each to their own. But you know the ones where you're you're even looking like twins. You oh. know what kind of thing is that? Is the only thing is that one has muscles, one is somehow. But anyway, I just want to go back to um something that you said um Sam. So if you're saying men are more sort of visual and mm-hmm. it's about sexual attraction and what have you and stuff mm-hmm. why is it that they can't overlook the face if the person has a banging body as a female um i don't know i think i think that's the, the face is the first thing you see it's the first thing you wake up to <laughs> every day um so that that makes a hell of a difference you're not seeing them naked all the time man so there's you know there's levels to it um so no face is definitely important man it can't that can't be overlooked yeah but then how do you uh... there isn't like a percentage for like let me not speak for all men like that there isn't like a we need 60 percent face you know 40 percent body well no like I can't really, um, you know, articulate that or give or give you that at the moment. But the whole package looks so like face, fresh face out of the shower. Yeah, you know. Yeah, true. No, it, your level of beauty, sorry, is different. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So mm. What a guy can classify as a six out of ten. Another guy that could be a four. Yeah, out exactly, of exactly. Which can be a seven out of ten to somebody else. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So mm-hmm. that's what I've been trying to tell yeah. your friend, Uncle Samuel. I mean, Uncle Kevin Samuel. I've that been. Was. That's what I've been saying. Everybody do this. People that are saying I'm a ten. I'm a ten. Maybe yeah. they feel like they're a ten. <laughs> nah, man. But <laughs> this like whole this whole perception of like everyone's truth is can be your truth. I just don't understand where that come from. No. Where that came from, like, yeah. yeah, it's my truth. What do you mean, like? And I, I don't know. I feel like I could be wrong, but I think a lot of this has come from. Um, I, I don't even know how deep I want to go today. It's, it's late. Oh, um, I, know what <laughs> I know what you're going to say. <laughs> I think a lot of this. Has come from like with women and like the feminist groups and stuff and like because oh, you know every all you know everyone can win and we're all winners. There's no last place. There, you know you right. go queen, yas queen, yas queen, yas queen. That's great. That's great. Like I'm for it. I am for it. Somebody cannot empower again. I've been. No, so I, I hear it, but, but with mandem, with mandem, we don't have that. There's bro, you're dead. Like Sorry. you need to do better. You need to. Be better. You need to do better. You need to add yeah, value. You I need to true. improve yeah. yourself. We yeah. have that straight truth. There's yeah. no my truth or truth. But it's, we can't have that as women. We're emotional people. We can't be. Used to be, but no, I can't have that. I hear that. But we've been babied. It's a bit, it goes back to like what we said last week in terms of schooling in Nigeria, like how um, the schools will push the children out of fear or discipline. So it pushes them to actually learn compared to here, whereby a child can be like, no, but I don't want to learn it. I don't want to go to school anymore because it's not for me. I don't know how mm. to learn it. So I'm not going to push myself. The same way, the same applies to here where girls are not 
they're not hold, we're not holding each other accountable. Do you know what I mean? We're saying that yes, yeah. yes, it's all right to Isn't be that big, masculine energy. Are you, no, it's all right to be to be big. What do they call it? Body positivity. It's all good mm, yeah. think, but where's the health factor in it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm. so even like for me, when I say like, oh yeah, I feel like I, I can feel that I've actually put on weight. People are like, no, if you haven't put on weight, listen, no, I'm trying to be healthy. Like, I'm not mm. trying to get stick thin, but I'm, I'm trying, trying to keep healthy. it real. And it's yeah, mad though, because Mumsy, Mumsy will tell you raw how it is without any filter. But all of a sudden, no our filter. generation is just soft with it. Just soft. Listen, because yeah. you know, I went to my mum's uncle said, ah, you, not to me, but to one of my colleagues, <laughs> ah, you. You're fat. <laughs> that's culture. Yeah, that's culture. That is culture. And I had to tell her, like, to see. Yeah. As well. so I had to tell her, like, you know, you don't, don't mean anything about it. Literally, it's just a culture thing. Like, yeah. I used know, to hate that going in Nigeria. That's the first thing they'll say to me. You're fat. Horrible. Hey, what have you been? They don't even say, what have you been eating? And then looking at you for you to actually answer. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm just like, so you, you, you actually want me to answer your question? <laughs> It's true. It's culture, man. But yeah, after a while, I started getting used to it. It's actually like even my dad would say all the time, it's jokes. Mm, but I don't know, but we we still need to consider feelings. Too. I'm I'm gonna lie. I'm an advocate. Uh, I, I can't lie. Me, I'm sensitive. Or don't tell me I'm <laughs> quite sensitive. You're not sensitive. Don't here. tell me. Keep Just it keep... to yourself. Even though people have been telling me I've put on weight, but it's fine. It's okay. I've I've, I've accepted yeah. it. I've laughed over it. But after this call, I will. I will be um. What do you call it? Doing my exercise. Yeah. So that's yeah. how I cry in the dark. Everybody, <laughs> this COVID has put on weight. Everyone's put no on weight. No one literally that shit about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That it's fine. But it, what I'm talking about is the people who are obese. Like, do you know when it's like health? Your unhealth is unhealthily big. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, you're not telling you the truth. I'm just still saying, no, no, you're fine. Oh, you're fine. You understand when deep down, come on, you know the truth. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, that's not real. That's yeah. I hear you. Know. I love what you're saying, baby. You don't have to be rude true. about it, but let's be real. Yeah. Just be keep it real. Like, yeah, okay, what are you doing about it? Do it. Is, yeah. yeah but, what are you saying then? Yeah, so then, like, what your response would be, an, a, like, an empathetic response should be, okay, well, what are you doing about it? Or how can exactly. I help you? Or, like, okay, so what, what what plans have you got for this? Or what have you, okay, I, you know, I, I don't think that sometimes when some people are even saying certain things, you've also got to find out what is this, does this person want me to, um, wants to vent to me? Or is this person want me to actually give her what my, my opinion? Yeah, yeah. So it's always been clear about what the person is actually wanting from you in that conversation and then from that it's, it is a bit kind of close to what you're talking about in terms clear. of the adaptability being able to but you also got to be able to discern what's going on here is she wanting me just to kind of give her a bit of that babe you've got you you know you got a little bit of chub mm. but yeah you look good anyway it's covid let's let's not get it twisted what are you doing about it what are we gonna do the thing what is if it's your like, friend you will know what the situation yeah. is if she's coming to yeah. provide you to be like to talk about weight or not do you know what i mean yeah and, but it's uncomfortable um, though like it's just i mean if someone is you know very much the opposite of me and it's it's like you don't want to be doing you'd be doing yet yeah, so what are you doing about it yeah no. you need to run then that's the look at me i run sort of thing i'm not i'm not saying you should do look at me i run but it's it does make it feel a bit like oh gosh like i don't i can't relate so no, but you're know. the one if you're the one that went to go and say it to them then you gotta be kind of open to what they're gonna say in it but if you never said nothing then maybe they want to it's that kind of thing of they are feeling sorry for themselves 
they do want to do something about it but you know those those ones where you think the person is you know just sort of having a little maybe a vent but she would appreciate um you know right. some sort of advice yeah and then they turn around and say so what you think i'm fat oh for goodness sake um, i thought you knew and i thought i thought we were in this together you is, know is so that's why really do you think i'm fat like do people really say that really yeah people do i've yeah, heard people say oh no we've never had that well maybe i've just never been privy to that but i've had weight conversations and working out conversations and stuff like that with my codies and we're all different sizes do you know what i mean and like one where literally we share what's it called you know apple watch sharing fitness thingy and yeah. i can see when she's walked out or when she's worked out when she's going for a walk or whatever or when she's doing things and i see like my my phone keeps buzzing i'm just like right you're really working out i'll just do one quick spud do you know what i mean because mm. i may not be able to have a conversation with her but i, I see what you're doing yeah and that i'm motivated one i'm motivated because you're pushing me like oh please let me not be slacking and two good for you good on you keep it up do you know mm. what i mean there's other conversations whereby like someone may they may come out with it and be like yeah we need to go gym okay cool let's go gym what are we doing Ah, this is my regime. What are you doing? Do you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's when it's your friend, there's a certain way you're able to tailor it, tailor the conversation naturally. When yeah, I, you know what I mean. When I was good in myself and I was really going gym and I was really doing, I had a friend that came over. They're like, "No, Kim, you really lost weight. You know what is it that you're doing?" And that it became so natural in terms of my eating and my gym, and it was very, very simple. But it mm. was basically consistency. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I found what suited me, what worked for me, and then it was <clears> consistency. Yeah, that was a positive. Want to take it or not? That was a positive though. Yeah, that was. It's easier to discuss those. But what 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 we talk, we're not talking about shaming somebody. We're just talking about having real conversations with. Yeah, yeah but I think and, that. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, but the, I think the problem is is how that person hears how you're communicating. Because yeah, I always say this exactly. to a lot of like yeah. women in my lives, like, uh, let's not hear of our feelings now. I'm not trying to, and even me saying that sometimes I shouldn't be saying that because that triggers people. But, um, like it's. Because even sometimes I get like that, depending on what someone has said, I feel hurt, I feel disrespected. But then there's a time, there's like literally maybe one, two minutes of just me being in pain in my soul. Mm. I step away from it, I come back, and then I can respond accordingly without my feelings or, mm. you know, however I'm feeling. But I understand everyone's not like that. I understand, you know, people, you can't control how people um, re- respond to how you've responded to them. Um, yeah. so it is it is difficult it's, it is quite difficult but like Jennifer said you know some people um, are you know more in tune with their emotions they're a bit more emotional so yeah. no it's hard it is hard but when you your friends and your people then you know how you can communicate navigate yeah mm. you know what I mean like I banter with my mum all the time you know I'll be going to the gym I'll go for a run she's like oh I'll come with you tomorrow. All right, tomorrow's come. Are you coming? Ah, please, I've just eaten panadam. Panadam that you ate yesterday. You keep eating panadam. You're not gonna. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'll be bantering. I'll say it real, but I'm bantering, and I've done it, and that's a way that I know that she can take it. Do you know what I mean? And it's a give and take. But obviously, there's certain people that won't be able to. Do you know what I mean? I can't sit down and say like the one time I'm like, eh, panadam at 11 p.m. She'll be like, yeah, but you alcoholic. Do you know <laughs> <laughs> There's certain yeah. people that can't, you know, that can't do yeah. it. And you know how to better 
articulate what it you know your advice to them in a way that they'll mm. understand and appreciate without being offended. But sometimes, no, I'm not. Sorry. <laughs> truth hurts, isn't it? Sometimes truth hurts. Yeah, it does. It does. The yeah. truth does hurt, but. Yeah. It is what it is, man. It is, it is. Everyone just needs a piece of Kevin Samuels and they'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, Jen. To be fair, you do. Nah, nah, I, I'm not even going to lie. You do, you know. You do. From time to time, you do need Kevin. It's annoying, but you need him. I won't even lie. <laughs> <laughs> you need him, man. It's that, oh, you know, but yes, man, I think we have really, really delved into a few things out here. So, <laughs> we spoke about everything. We spoke about articulation, you know, public public articulation. Um, what else did we speak about? We spoke about... Um, relationships. Relationships. We spoke about... Yeah, I think relationships became the main, <laughs> the main focus. Upper. Of the combo and stuff, but um, yeah. yeah, we hope you guys, you know, enjoyed that, and um, you know, I've taken some a few things from that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure about the thirty year gap, but yeah. Let me tell your thoughts on that. To be honest, yeah, that's that's a, a real good one that's to know. Thoughts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would like to end this one. So let me end this one with a quick Nigerian riddle just to lighten the the notes or so the tone of this um this episode. What kind of tree can you carry in your hand? Ah. Uh, what kind of tree can you carry in your hand? Palm tree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like I I know it, but I can't think of what, what kind of tree are you in? thinking Janet said it in a split second are you are you being for real yeah you know tree. oh <laughs> <laughs> that's actually annoying so <laughs> weird why did I you get deeper than that i don't even know i just thought palm and it just said tree i just <laughs> Shame. Oh, i didn't oh, even think God. about it like that <laughs> wow but yeah i guess okay Okay, yeah. well, yeah. exactly. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that you notes. Think. <laughs> yes, all right, people. All right. Bye. Peace yeah. out. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.